YouTube is censoring me hard. My WordPress site is also under attack. Want to know my crime? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Saturdays from 3 to 6, more or less. We're on till 6. We uh, we are going to pack a lot into the time we have remaining in this show. Uh, I was, this whole week, I've been super bummed at the, uh, at the attacks on not just the Second Amendment, but the First Amendment. I really had a sense of this. Last week, I was talking about the Florida shooting, and I said, you know, there was something different about YouTube. You try to get alternative narratives. You try to get some of the facts that you're not getting from the mainstream media. Usually, you can do that on YouTube. You'll have to sort through a lot of disinformation, a lot of BS. But last week, I noticed that there was nothing good. There was only disinformation. It was only conspiracy theories that I knew would be easily discredited so that it would discredit conspiracy theories overall, but it didn't give you any of the good stuff. Now, I don't know if, if, if you're listening and you never do your own research, you don't understand that what you have to do to get real facts that you don't get from the glowing box in your living room the real facts, uh, you have to sort through a lot of information that people post on their blogs, on YouTube, whatever. And you have to do exactly what intelligence agencies do, which is they assess the plausibility of the information and the credibility of the source. It's how you have to do it. It's it's called open source journalism. I think like 80 percent of uh, intelligence work is open source. You just try to figure it out from what's out there. And that's why the chaos, the anarchy of the Internet and YouTube and all that is good for somebody who's good at separating the wheat from the chaff in that way. I've honed it. I call it truth dar, the radar of truth. And uh, and I noticed last week that I was just trying to get raw data to sift through uh, to piece together what might have really happened in Florida, because I think that these stories, um, at the very least, they're spun in order to support policy viewpoints, policy positions that uh, the media wants to promote or the government wants to promote, and they are in control of reporting those facts. I believe they collude about it, or at least they censor themselves, whatever. They have an agenda, and they make sure that everything they say and everything they tell us uh, goes along with that agenda. So when I was trying to just find other information to fill in those blanks, I couldn't find it. I noticed there was something up that when YouTube said they were hiring 10,000 censors, maybe they were serious about it. Well, <laughs> when I uh, logged into my computer today, I got a, a notice um, on my YouTube account it says attention. Um, as you may know, our community guidelines describe what content we allow and don't allow on YouTube. Your video, episode 86, Florida school shooting sheriff desires power to detain over social media, was flagged for review. Upon review, we've determined that it violates our guidelines. We've removed it from YouTube and assigned a community guideline strike or temporary penalty to your account. Now, I was really 
bummed about that. I, I am, I, I know Binkley had told me, and I thought it was on his account, which a couple of weeks ago, you might remember, we all got together to promote Binkley's account so it had at least 1,000 subscribers so it wouldn't be scrubbed from YouTube. And he showed me that this, this, had been, this video had been removed from his page, and it said it was removed for harassment or bullying. Now, uh, I hadn't looked at my page, but, um, you know, this just, it made me feel bad. And then it went on to say what, so it didn't just say the harassment and bullying thing. So they took the thing down and all the good comments and the thumbs up that went along with it. Uh, and I was horrified at that because if you listen to this show occasionally, if you've listened to every single show, you'll know that I have a personal policy uh, of which I think isn't always in keeping with the general mood on the radio. My personal policy is I will never be rude to anybody and I'll never say anything I don't think is true. So harassment and bullying is like against my personal philosophy. I don't even use sarcasm because I think it's tacky. You know, maybe I do once in a while, but a New Yorker can't really help it. But I, uh, I don't like that stuff. So there was no way I was harassing or bullying. But here's what it said in my, in my, and and why they were censoring me. It said YouTubers share their opinions on a wide range of different topics. However, there's a fine line between passionate debate and personal attacks. As our community guidelines outline, YouTube is not a platform for things like predatory behavior, stalking, threats, harassment, bullying, or intimidation. We take this issue seriously, and there are no excuses for such behavior. We remove comments, videos, or posts where the main aim is to maliciously harass or attack another user. This, our thing was about, I was saying this a week ago, about this Sheriff Israel is screwy, in my opinion. He never talks about the fact that he was a coach at that school, that his kids were at that school, at the same time the other, uh, that the shooter was at the school, that um, he underwent FBI training for communications and international police. Uh, um, I don't know what it was, but it was about national, like policing is national and international. I mean, this is all nonsense to me, and I didn't like it. I didn't attack him personally. I just said, I smell a rat with this guy. But he's not a user. I'm not intimidating him. I'm intimidated. I'm intimidated. Uh, and then it says, if you're not sure whether or not your content crosses the line, we ask that you not post it. Oh, that's called chilling. Like, don't, when in doubt, leave it out, is not the philosophy of a free press. And if you want to make the argument that YouTube is a private corporation, uh, I call baloney on that, too, because if you look into what fed into Google's dominance, Google owns YouTube, of the Internet, uh, a lot of decisions behind the scenes, a lot of everything from MIT competitions to DARPA technology to uh, CIA venture capital to incubators. I mean, the government is behind the scenes picking winners in big tech. And then even if they weren't having... Uh, making big tech responsible for their content so that to the point where YouTube actually said that they hired 10,000 censors. If that becomes something that's considered a, a, an industry standard, that means anybody who wants to compete with YouTube has to have 
uh, thousands of sensors, and, and who can enter the market that way? Also, although I do not care about antitrust laws as an anarcho-capitalist, uh, if Google search engine only directs you to YouTube, uh, which I think would be a violation of antitrust and actually was found to be so in Europe, if I recall correctly, then uh, YouTube can't have any competition. So we're not talking about a competitive scenario here. We're talking about um, censorship from the top, in my opinion. And I can get into all the details why I classify it as such. I can also point out that on um, I got a similar I, I I had a a censorship issue with WordPress this week also. You're trouble. Well, I'm trouble, right? I know. And uh, WordPress said they were defending me. I want to talk a little bit about that too. Although they did insert, we're going to try to offend you. Uh, defend you, but this guy could come after you personally. So if you want to remove it, no one would be blame, would blame you. We can talk a little bit about that too. But Binkley, I think we, I really uh, got quite a reaction on Twitter, which made me feel a lot better because I really felt bad when I saw this YouTube thing. I really felt. I bad. I think it's great. Yeah, I know you're crazy. It's like I don't going want to prison for trouble. a night. I love this country. I don't want the press to be shut down. I don't want to personally cause trouble. I don't want to personally be attacked. What do you like about it? You bullied them with the truth, and they couldn't handle it, all right? And you got thrown in the brig. You got an ankle <laughs> brace put on by YouTube, a little Google stamp on it. I'm not a bully. I'm hot under the collar right now because I am being attacked, well, but I wasn't even rude like that. Well, you got to understand, truth is bullying to these leftists. Oh, isn't that what uh, that Ron Paul always quotes, that famous quote that says, the... Um, the Twilight Zone thing? No, truth is... You know, treason in a, an environment of tyranny, whatever. That's not a very exact quote. But I also had, I, I came upon a quote. I watched this, like, really old movie. And I didn't know this. I have, guess I've never been to the Jefferson Memorial um, in D.C. But there's a quote uh, in, under the dome there of Thomas Jefferson that says, carved into the stone in huge letters, for I have sworn upon the altar of God eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. Right on, TJ. Yeah. So this is tyranny over the mind of man because even if you want to step away from YouTube, you'll notice this theme after the Parkland shooting was about disconnected youth, disconnected youth, not disaffected youth, which is what it used to be called, disconnected. And I noticed in the Wall Street Journal last week, uh, they call they the we were warned in a Holman Jenkins article, uh, if you think you can just turn off social media, that will be a mental health flag. Wow. Yes, disconnecting. <laughs> Wow. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Yes. So there's no, I mean, this is tyranny over the mind of man. I'm a little freaked out by the whole experience. I have to say that no one has been censored as much as you, as us in Atlanta. So we have truth that they can't handle that people need to come listen to. But if people listen to my show, they know, like, I'm the least threatening. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, not bullying. It's, it's so with Socrates... Mm, that's pretty scary, right? Where the, uh, I don't want to get too deep. I've got like <laughs> one minute left. Let's, um, oh, but you know what? The YouTube, we don't actually need video. It's actually audio. So let's direct people to how they can get episode 86. 
They can go to PropagandaReportDaily.com, and the show post is there. And also on the right-hand column, and I will tweet a picture out of it, there is a iTunes button, a Google Play button, and a Android subscribe button. You can click on any of those depending on your device and subscribe to the podcast. Okay, that was an unabashed plug there, Binkley. But uh, people were asking, actually, how they could listen to that 86. But... Uh, all the all of our stuff is like that, though. I bet I bet a lot of it gets taken down. Let's have a tweet real quick at Monica Perez show. What you got? We have one from JQ who tweets: This single post has freaked me out the most over the last twenty four hours. Now your YouTube account is on strike. Yeah, I know it freaked me out too, and I was already coming in here today to talk about how upset I was about the First Amendment issue. Not the second. I'm upset about the Second Amendment issue, too. But the First Amendment issue. And then, like, I, I fold on to all of this, the fact that if they're trying this hard to steal our thoughts and our guns, what on earth are they planning? You're like, a rebel. Why are they- <laughs> I'm, I'm a rebel. I'm just being defensive. Defensive, I tell you. So let's, uh, oh, Jim, I'm going to get to your call after the break. Um, anybody wants to call 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. This will not stand. Okay, you know, this happening? aggression will not stand, man. On News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. I am your libertarian voice on WSB. Saturdays from 3 to 6. And actually, WSB is the one sure place that you can hear me tell you everything I really think is true and do it in a totally polite manner. I want your calls. I want to exchange ideas. But what I was just telling folks for the past few minutes before the break was YouTube uh, gave me a strike on my account, threatened that they would maybe pull my account, Um, Because I violated their rules on harassment and bullying because I questioned Sheriff Scott Israel of Broward County's motives and loyalties uh, to his constituents in the face of his making demands for national uh, changes in policy, for more power for the police, um, mental health. Uh, uh, My criticism of him was that he wanted the police to have the authority to um, incarcerate you for mental health without anyone you know saying that you were a threat to you or yourself. And I've dug into the mental health laws of the federal background check system, and if you are held against your will for 72 hours, you trip that and you can't get a gun. So he would say that any policeman or whatever, the police would have the authority to target anyone without any outside verification, and just by virtue of doing that and taking you in, they can uh, neutralize your gun rights. I mean, that was a very serious thing for him to say. YouTube did not like it and said that I was engaging in bullying, um, said specifically uh, um, they take stuff down when the main aim is to maliciously harass or attack another user. But the point of open discourse, which they're saying they're not penalizing me for, but they are, is to question the policy and politics of elected officials, if nothing else. And that's all I was doing. So um, we do that all the time. You can go to PropagandaReportDaily.com and listen to our podcasts 
they, we do it all the time. You don't need YouTube to do it. That particular episode was episode 86. But uh, that I'm I assume they're going to keep doing it because they're going to take it down and eventually remove my channel, which really bummed me out because I, you know, I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. But we don't really need them right now, so I guess it's okay. Going to haul you uh, off in the Google paddy wagon. I'm a lo- well. I mean, this guy is saying he should be able to haul off anybody he wants. Yeah, he you know is, what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm worried about. Is that yes, they're going to say, well, we decided she was mentally ill. Why? I, there was an article in the journal last week that I cited on air last Saturday, uh, where Holman Jenkins said he thinks people who are fascinated with guns—that's de facto evidence of mental health issues. So if you like guns, you don't get to have a gun. Like, so I mean, that's crazy. And in the same article, he said. Uh, you better watch it, you know, if you think the answer is disconnecting from social media, that in itself could be um, could raise questions about your mental health. I mean, it's really scary. And you can see. So here's just one point I want to make real quick. And then I want to take some calls. 800 WSB talk. Uh, I just want to make the point that if we don't. That now that they're cracking down on the facts, you're not going to know how to assess what really happened in an incident like this. Uh, And what you want to know is the real facts, because even if the incident is um, a real crisis that needs to be addressed, you need to know the actual facts to understand how to actually address that crisis. But I don't think you ever get that. I think the government and the media Uh, will always spin the facts for their agenda. And now you can't get those alternatives. You can't get the alternative viewpoints to make your own assessment. So I would say what you have to do, and this is where not being allowed to disconnect is a problem, forget all that. Just forget all it. Don't believe anything you hear. And defend your rights to the death. Just take it. Just say, you know, the Bill of Rights, you can scare me as much as you want. Don't violate the Bill of Rights. You will never scare me out of the Bill of Rights. And that's, I think, a good starting point. People say don't overemphasize that. I'm not. I'm just saying there's an idea. Start with that. Uh, Binkley, give me a tweet, and then I'm going to go to Jim. All right, we have one from JJ who tweets, It's BS, but hardly surprising in this late stage of the empire. Self-censor or else seems to be the choice self-censor or else seems to be the choice oh yes and i did actually choose to self-center on my wordpress site after getting an email that uh i found to be um also concerning so let's talk about that in a sec but let me get to a uh a call you can call me to 800 wsb talk or tweet at monica perez show jim in stockbridge you're on with monica hi monica how are you good how are you doing jim my favorite anarchist with a law degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I Surely there's a broader net that I can be your favorite in. Absolutely. Brown-haired girl, I, I, radio host? I listened, yeah, I listened to the show last week, and I wanted to, like, lay back because I knew there was more information coming out, what's been made to us so far. And there's going to be another week of, of more information that's going to be, you know, sent out to us to chew and digest number one they knew this kid was coming they knew he was coming from a mile away and they did nothing let's just put it where it right is fbi they knew it january 5th they had other threats as early as november maybe as late as september of last year okay so let's say that they knew they knew he was coming 
I don't have a long yeah. show today, Jim, so you got to okay. make it well, quick. Let me, well, let me tell you something. Yeah. They, knew the, they knew the Sinara brothers in Boston were coming, too. And they, well, you know, what's interesting about the Sarnaya brothers in Boston is that they got a letter from the Russians saying, we know those guys are your spies. And uh, there's a very deep history. I did a lot of work on the Sarnaya brothers. If you want to go to my website, MonicaPerezShow.com. Um so I think that's a very different situation. But, yes, there's definitely incompetence. So let's not start with the laws. Let's start with the uh, execution of the laws, I think, is your point. So go ahead. Go to number two. Oh, Jim. Sorry I lost you. Uh, I, I'm going to go to Steve in Atlanta. Hi, Steve. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. I enjoy your show. Um, I got a question for you. When somebody just finally gives up because the liberal establishment has become a socialist or near-communist establishment um, and everything is completely upside down, what's a good country to go to? <laughs> Where do you go when you give up? Well, there have been uh, – that's why there's an internationalist plot. That's why if you read, like, the North American Union document by William Weld and Heidi Cruz and the CFR that says that they actually set up institutions like the – or organizations like the Bilderberg Group to get legislators on board with the most restrictive possible legislation and get all behind the scenes. They get the legislators of all these countries together so that there is no place else to go. What I did – I have a son with Down syndrome, and that made me nervous around Obamacare because – I don't know. If you look back on World War II, like people with genetic abnormalities were euthanized. I got my son um, Irish citizenship. I'm a citizen of Ireland, and that's a place that still doesn't have abortion. So they have a lot of kids who have Down syndrome. So they're, they're going to be a welcoming place. I mean, I think you might have to just think of what you care the most about, or you can stay and fight. You can stay and be willing to fight, you know, go down with the ship, even if it's just verbally, even if it's just defending, you know, articulately and just going, you know, taking what comes. Well, I actually think that the most articulate thing I could do would be to find a place to live that I trust more than where this country is. Well, do you have a suggestion? No, I called you to see if there was a suggestion. Ah, Well, that's... I said that, that there's no place to go. Yeah, this is the this is the issue that I have with the kind of Anglo-American plot, the Atlanticist plot. They take if I went to Australia once and years ago and they had the exact same front page news. It was like people going to the town hall for gay marriage to insist on their right to gay marriage. Then I was in London a few years later and uh, there was a big court case about a bakery being forced to bake a gay wedding cake. I was like, it wasn't our it wasn't our case they were talking about. It was their case. So you have to realize there is an international plot to normalize all the laws. They mean for us not to have alternatives, and maybe that's why, because you couldn't actually see the Petri dish. I think things are further along than we believe, and I do believe that we are at the point where it's the last straw. And what is the last straw? The Bill of Rights, in my opinion. The United States Bill of Rights is the last straw. So if everybody else gave up their gun rights, which almost everybody else has— they're still not going to go to every house and um, exhibit extreme tyranny because then the Americans would say, hey, man, better watch it. Don't give up your guns. You see what happens when you give up your guns. So they wait. They coordinate. They organize uh, on an international level, in my opinion. And But after those last, that last barrier falls, 
then you would see, I would say, an absolute surge in total tyranny. So I guess the, I guess the answer, thank you, that we finally got to here is stay and fight. I'm going to Tom and Marietta. You're on with Monica. Yeah, Monica, I heard a report this morning. The FBI is more concerned about uh, corruption in college basketball than they ever were about this shooter. And that's my comment. This was on the news earlier today, and I think it's frankly disgusting that uh, they're taking more. Uh, they're going after sports and other things other than real issues. Well, I would say that. The local authorities, this guy, the sheriff of Broward County, he actually coached football at that school. His kids went to that school, and there were many complaints against this person. This is a guy who has a $2 billion budget, and 6,000 people work for him. So he should be able to address that. Policing is, within the Tenth Amendment, squarely a local issue. Don't call the FBI. Call your own cops and hold them accountable. This same sheriff oversaw the Fort Lauderdale airport shooting and called for the same thing, mental health controls. Maybe he should have looked at his own procedures and uh, and focused on that instead of caring so much about what's happening on the national level. This is something, and even Trump tweeted today, I was proud of him, he tweeted that the states should deal with it. So this idea of arming teachers is just his suggestion he's not suggesting it seems to me that it'd be a federal law it should be a state uh matter or even smaller send your kids to private school homeschool your kids Uh, take matters into your own hands not through vigilantism but through the system that exists i think that system works and uh and just as an aside justin carter who's been fighting for five years and faces up to 10 years in prison for making a joke threat like uh about a school shooting where he wrote lol and jk he was about to go on trial in texas on tuesday and they postponed his trial i think because it would have demonstrated uh that there is a process and we could have seen it in action but they put it off indefinitely at the prosecutor's behest because they don't really want you to understand process is important and it could work if it were adhered to there's uh, more to come, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'll tell you about the WordPress censorship issue that arose for me this week, and uh, you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. You maniac! You blew it up! On News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. 78, tomorrow's high 69. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And I have a weekend prize pack for you. A family four-pack of tickets to an Atlanta Gladiators home game at Infinite Energy Arena. And a pair of tickets to an evening with Audra McDonald on Saturday, March 3rd at Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center. First to call 404-741-0750 gets that prize pack. And I'm going to Dave in Smyrna. Dave, what you got? Hey, Thank you for having me on. Um, I wanted to first comment about your, you know, your YouTube giving you a strike or two. A lot of people post on YouTube, and there's some really excellent, you know, citizen journalists and, you know, smaller non-controlled media organizations. And if they, uh, if they present a video that really, really tells the other side of a story, for example, about all these mass shootings. Then YouTube will delete them, and they'll, you know, they'll warn them we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna take your account down. But think about this: 
and I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Um, I was a newscaster myself, and I quit for various reasons. Um, but all these mass shootings, there is ne- there's one, there's a few things in common. One, there is never any surveillance video. Okay, Dave, I want you to hang on. I'm going to go to a break, but I want to get back to you. Can you hang on for a couple minutes? Yes. Dave? Okay, and Mike in Powder Springs, you hang on too because Mike has kudos for me, and I just love kudos. (laughs) So I want Mike. I have to hear what Dave says. I'm sure that's going to be a good one. Um, And you can call too. I have some time for other stuff. 800-WSB-TALK or tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Mike. Talk to you in a minute. Monica Perez. Well, no one's going to top that. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the libertarian voice on WSB. Uh, wrapping up what was a shorter than usual show. Uh, I have a couple of callers I wanted to get to. I was talking about um, that my... Video on YouTube talking where Binkley and I actually was a podcast that we did on Propaganda Report uh, that we were talking about Sheriff Scott Israel having a clear policy agenda and I didn't trust him and they pulled my video for bullying and harassment and uh, and I noticed that they pulled a lot of people's video and I got a call from Dave in Smyrna. Dave, are you still there, Dave? I am. Uh, awesome. You know, I I I, I was I received a picture of uh, Scott Israel uh, pictured with Hillary Clinton, and they say there's also a picture of him with Debbie Wasserman Schultz, you know, and some of the other uh, corrupt of the corrupt. Really? Because um, I knew he was very yeah. highly connected. Like, his backstory was strange. And then I had already heard of him from the Fort Lauderdale airport shooting. And to me, when I see somebody who's the face of um, the agenda in a shooting, and it's like the same guy over and over again, I start to question what's really going on here, that clearly the events um, are being used to promote an agenda. And at that point, I start um, questioning the official narrative. I question if I'm getting all the facts. I want to dig in and get to those facts. And I think you and I were touching on what I talked about last week is that for the first time ever – in going to YouTube to try to find other people who found bits and pieces, who maybe had a kid's, you know, an iPhone video from the scene or whatever, that you can look and say, oh, I think I understand now better what really went on. Uh, th- those videos seem to be disappearing. Now, what was your comment on that, Dave? Well, yes. Or something like that. Disappear. Yeah. When this happened, uh, you know, when the latest shooting happened in Parkland, Florida, my initial reaction was it either happened the way they said it did or it did not. And if it did not, uh, you know, 3,000 students, uh, let's say 50% of them had a cell phone camera. And many of them put up video, and YouTube keeps taking it down. And then you have the interview with Alexa Mednick. You have the interview with Jalen Martin, who Snope said that he's Jalen Martin is not even a, a student at that high school, which is an absolute lie. He posted his credentials. He scanned and posted his his credentials, his high school schedule and identification. Which some of the other people who are being touted as legit have not. For example, the Wall Street Journal was trying to say that the the FBI agent's son who took video of people hiding in a closet, 
these girls were under fire talking about their policy prescriptions. It was very bizarre. And the Wall Street Journal said, oh, um, YouTube allowed some videos saying this guy was a crisis actor, but clearly he wasn't because some other guy who was standing there said he was a student. You know, some other guy, teacher, James Gard, who I, I tried to get um, records on these people. Why doesn't the Wall Street Journal say according to school records? You know what I'm saying? And maybe they're just trying to confuse the issue so that we don't get a taste for evidence. You know, but I want evidence and and your alternative media always has to come up with evidence because nobody believes it. Everyone believes CBS. Nobody believes alt media guy. So you tend to get kind of a higher quality of arguments from the alt media. And now that stuff's being suppressed and we're not allowed to assess it ourselves. YouTube is assessing it. They have assessed me as dangerous. Yes, that's right. You know, when, when someone robs a bank or robs a convenience store, there's all kinds of video. You see the bank robber drive up on one camera. You see him get out of his car on another camera. You see him come in the door on another camera. You see him in the bank on another camera. But whenever we have Sandy Hook or, or the shooting in Florida or the, uh, the Orlando shooting, there's not any surveillance video. Yes, and I've actually had personal ex- Are we that yeah. stupid? Yeah. Are we that naive to believe the official narrative? Uh, and then when the, the Orlando shooting, three people connected to that have an Internet movie database website, which is a website that actors, you know, they yeah. post their profiles yep. and so forth. But that's just a coincidence that I'm sure. I, you know what? I don't even need the coincidences on Orlando. I simply do not believe that one guy with a long gun can hold down hundreds of people and an armed guard for hours. I mean, I just do not. It's not believable to me. Do not believe that story. I don't know what happened, but that exact narrative, in my opinion, is not true. But I have had, thank you so much for holding and for giving us that call, Dave. I've had personal experiences with crime uh, or friend, people I know have had crimes. And, uh, and the video, the cameras are there. I mean, people are not getting away with anything. You have multiple angles all the time. You know? Uh, yeah, let me get, I, I got to go to Mike in Powder Springs. Okay. Um, sorry, Dave, thank you very much. I think I, like, connected you with. <laughs> oh, no, I dropped Mike. Sorry, Mike, call back. Call back. I'll put you to the front of the line. Um, Let me do James in Gainesville real quick, and then I have two big points I want to make. Go, James. Yes. um, You know, the Democrats want a new gun law. And I've got a question. Is it not illegal to murder somebody? Is it not illegal to carry a gun without a permit if you conceal it? Is it not already illegal? So what are they going to do? What are they going to propose as a new law? And I'd say also how insulting it would be if they come up with a brand-new law, like a brand-new car, you polish it and you shine it and you wash it and you clean it every day for the first three or four weeks, they're going to treat that new law just like that new car, and they're going to ignore the old car or the old laws, you know, and ignore the, the other laws that they could just be enforcing. Enforce those laws instead of coming up with new ones because now we'll be compounded with extra laws that we don't need to deal with. I totally agree, and I can give you two specific examples in this case. And this is why the facts of the case are so important. You need the details. You need analysis. That's what the journalist should be doing. What exactly happened? Where did the law fail? What's the policy solution? I was talking earlier about a guy named Justin Carter in Texas who has been facing a legal battle for joking 
about a school shooting and writing JK and LOL on the Facebook post. A kid who had no guns at all. He's been in jail for months. He faces years in prison. His trial has been delayed and delayed. Uh, that The law is there to address this problem, and nobody's talking about that. Uh, my sister had mental illness, and we were begging for them. They said We said she was a danger to herself and others. They released her from a mental institution, uh, and within 24 hours, she was dead. <laughs> you know, we knew it. Um, she had drug problems, and it led to mental illness. Like, it literally did. Decades of drug use will do that. But I'm just saying, she was stopped within 24 hours. They released her. She was stopped. We said she's going to kill somebody in the car if she doesn't kill herself first. And she was actually stopped for erratic driving. I mean, and they didn't, you know, so here are the laws. They're not even enforcing those laws. People called on this kid. They're supposedly they're not enforcing the laws. I agree with you. And and they want these laws for some other reason. I mean, this guy, Sheriff Israel, wants the law so that nobody has to attest to you are a danger to yourself or others, that he alone can be the final arbiter of just by his say so it would be you would lose your gun rights. I mean, that is very serious. And he talks about it in terms of power. Police need power. I mean, this is a guy we got to we want to know. I want to know more. And you know what? I'm going to know less instead. Hi, Mike. Thank you for calling back. What you got? Hey, I'm a longtime listener and first time caller. Um, I want to appreciate you and your show. Um, I find myself listening to a lot of different. I take your advice <laughs> sometimes a good bit. And I find myself listening to a lot of people um, on different shows and all kinds of realms in order to educate myself and but I do find out when I'm listening to your show, I and mean, most of the time it's in the car when I'm driving, I'm shaking my head up and down. Saying, that's right. That's right. That's right. Wow. I, I do that more with you than anybody else. So Wow, that's uh, great to know because sometimes I feel like I'm alone, you know. Like, you know, when you, talk, you go to a party or whatever, you try to explain to people, it's like, okay, where's your, you know, you're, you're crazy. What are you afraid of? I'm like, okay, but hope I'm wrong. Well, they, they're afraid of the truth. And, yeah, um, it's scary. The thing is, you know, listening to, you know, Sean and, 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 and Alex, I listen to, um, you know, Rush. And, and, I, and, I, and there's some things that you, you know, you got to soak it all in to be able to make your decision and to educate yourself on it. And my kudos is to you. Number one, not just for shaking my head up. You, you make my head shake up and down more than anybody else. But number two, congratulations for getting kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> That's what Finkley thinks. It's a badge of honor. I really felt sick. It is a badge of honor. Yeah. Because what happened, and again, the thing about it is that what, what frustrates me the most is is that people don't want to know the truth. It's it's like a knife yeah. with a head in the sand. They don't. It, it, what what's you know there've been commercials and things in the past that we've seen where you know images of people at the top of their heads being cut off and the TV dumping junk in there, and, and that's what's happening. So me or you or anybody else wants to get with a group of people and start talking logic, you know, about this is this these are all the facts. Not because I listen to you know. Good Morning America, which I did the other day and heard an interview with a girl that was friends with um, the shooter, you know, in Broward County, and she knew that she knew he was troubled. Um, she had talked to several friends about it, and my, she said she had groups of friends that said when they heard the shooting happen, they knew exactly who it was. And, and the thing that bothers me about this thing in Broward County is that Sheriff Israel has to have been schooled on this, because his answer within 12 hours, I listened to this, uh, a clip of it on Russia's show the other day, he paid a clip that showed him within 12 hours after the shooting was was attacking the local government there in Broward County for spending too much time and effort 
on the millage rates there in Broward County. And he has. I played that. I played that on my the YouTube video that got suspended. Oh, wow. And I found today a um, an interview with this sheriff from a year ago after the Fort Lauderdale airport shooting calling for mental health incarceration or, um, you know, neutralizing or Get, taking away your gun rights for mental health purposes. Yeah. And and I, I talked to a psychiatrist once who told me out of the blue, I wasn't I wasn't introducing the topic. He said, hey, one thing you always got to be aware of, do not let them take ever associate gun rights with mental health because every single the mental health assessments cannot be passed. You know what I mean? Like they're not meant right. to be passed. You could always someone will always fail that. Well, and then I hear a lot of callers calling you, you know, attacking FBI, which, of course, it's just like most other government agencies that have the inability to do their, do 100% of their jobs anyway. But the local people there is when, when, when you see the guy when he got, uh, when the shooter got booted out of school, uh, they were supposed to do a psych evaluation on him. It never happened. It went through the cracks. The problems that he was having with um, um, the, the parent, you know, the foster parents after his mom died. His foster parents, the first one said, hey, you know, he actually went to the sidewalk and had a gun to somebody's head. And then, you know, actually, I heard the opposite. I thought the people who he was living with did not, did not. Binkley, didn't you hear them say they did not know? I saw, I read a quote in the Wall Street Journal saying, they didn't know, but I also saw something that said that this kid had a brother, Zachary Cruz, who was in, as in a local news report, who was actually in incarcerated, institutionalized, whatever, under the Baker Act. So this guy, you know, this family was really um, known to the local authorities. Uh, can you tell, I, I got to cut you a break, Binkley, but did you agree with that? Didn't you hear that? I've heard what he said and what you said. I've heard both of those uh, stories. Well, I figured they had to get the people on board. Um, you know, you'll see sometimes people will come out afterwards and, and disagree with the official narrative. And then they like disappear. They get arrested on a 10 year old warrant. You know, it's like, you got to get with the program when your life's on the line, but I don't really know because my access to the facts has been limited. I got to take a break. I'll be right back. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Wow. That was intense. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Chance of showers. 67 is the forecast for Monday as the work week begins, but that could change. So stay tuned to WSB for weekend weather brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. So, uh... We have been talking about the fact that my YouTube account was censored uh, because of my criticism of Sheriff Israel of the Broward County, um, uh, you know, he is the sheriff of Broward County. He's been in the news a lot. He's calling for all sorts of um, limitations on gun rights. If you want, uh, but but the YouTube video is really just a podcast. So if you go to our website, propagandareportdaily.com, you can get that and all of our stuff. That was episode 86. We'll have all of these. I was hoping to get to a few more things, my censorship experience with WordPress, what I think this is all um, a big part of the gun control arguments that are going on often results in information gathering laws that it's really about surveillance and they they have your eye on the Second Amendment, but it's really about the Fourth Amendment. Um, I want to get into all that stuff. I can't do it now because I'm out of time, but we are going to do it in a in a propaganda report podcast that we're going to do this week. 
next weekend, Saturday, March 3rd, we're on from 3 to 5.30. And uh, I am going to go to Sean and Swanee for the last word. Sean, go. Hey, thanks. Why is it that uh, you're mature enough to vote at the age of 18? This country considers you more than uh, mature enough to die for this country. But by God, you're not mature enough to buy a rifle. And that's something I'm really disappointed with Trump. You know, Trump should have stood up and said, you know, I've got young Marines defending me on Marine One. I've got Army and Air Force soldiers. And I want somebody in Congress, somebody to tell me that these young men, when they get out and they're at the age of 18, 19, or 20 years old, that they're not mature enough to buy a rifle. I want somebody to tell these men, these women, that I'm sorry, thank you for your service, but you're not mature enough to buy a rifle now. Not to mention that uh, cars, people driving cars kill other people more than people wielding guns kill other people. That'll be on the on the wayside. And I think that the hashtag MeToo movement should be hashtag the great equalizer. More next week, Saturday, 3 to 5.30. This is Monica Perez.